Hi, and welcome to the Living Room Scripture Lessons. My name is Brad Constantine, and this podcast series is going to be about the book of Genesis. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to, to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. If you're interested in a deep analysis of the book of Genesis, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy what you hear here, and if you have any questions, you can share, link, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Genesis podcast. This is going to be Genesis chapter 25, and uh, this is where uh, Esau uh, sells his birthright for a mess of pottage. And so we'll wonder, does that seem fair? Does that seem just? Uh, Anyway, we'll talk about that. Verse 1, and again, then again, Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah, and she bare him Zimran and Jokshan and Medan and Midian. Moses was ordained to the priesthood by his father-in-law Jethro, who was a priest of Midian. Maybe Midian was ordained to the priesthood by his father Abraham, which then was bestowed upon Jethro. So Midian, uh, there's a connection here between Midian and Moses. Midian was the father-in-law, or Jethro, who was a Midianite, was the father-in-law to Moses. And Ishbak and Shua and Jokshan begat Sheba and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Asurim, and I'm butchering all these names, and verse 4, and the sons of Midian, and so on and so on, and all these were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac, the birthright son. But unto the sons of of the concubines, which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son while he yet lived eastward unto the east country. And these are the number of the years of Abraham's life, which he lived, a hundred, threescore, and fifteen years, so 175 years old. Then Abraham gave up the ghost and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. The phrase means that Abraham went into the spirit world and met his people there. And his sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah in the field of Ephron, the son of Zor, the Hittite, which is before Mamre, the field which Abraham purchased of the sons of Heth. There was Abraham buried and Sarah his wife. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt by the well Laheroi. Now these are the generations of Ishmael, and Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's handmaid, bare unto Abraham. And so then they're going to list the, the names of them, and there's 12 of them. These are, in verse 16, these are the sons of Ishmael, and th- these are their names by their towns and by their castles, 12 princes according to their nations. And these are the number of the years of the life of Ishmael, 130 and seven years, and he gave up the ghost and died and was gathered unto his people. And they dwelt from Havilah unto Shur, that is, before Egypt, as thou goest toward Assyria, and he died in the presence of all his brethren. And these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son, Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of, of Bethuel the Syrian, of, of Padanaram, the sister to Laban the Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife that she might bear children because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah his wife conceived. Just in these two verses, 20 years have passed. So Isaac was 40 when he was married, and now he's 60 when these boys are born. 22, and the children struggled together within her womb, and she said, If I am with child, why is it thus with me? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. The younger Jacob shall have the birthright, Esau will serve Jacob. 
And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb, and the first came out red all over like a hairy garment. And they called his name Esau, which means, coincidentally, hairy. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold on Esau's heel, and his name was called Jacob. Now the meaning of Jacob, uh, the meaning of which is he shall follow at the heel, a Hebrew idiom meaning he shall assail or overreach or supplant. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them, or sixty. It appears that the birthright births of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are all, all miraculous in nature, much like the birth of Jesus. Perhaps these births are types of, of Jesus Christ's birth. 27, and the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field. And Jacob was a plain or whole or complete or perfect, simple, plain man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his venison, but Rebekah loved Jacob. So is it okay to have favorites? Is it okay to be imperfect? Are we seeing some imperfections here among Isaac and Rebekah? I think if it's okay for them, maybe it's okay for us, huh? And Jacob's, uh, Jacob's sod pottage, beef or vegetable stew is what this is, stew. And Esau came from the field and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage or this beef or vegetable stew, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom or red. Edom means red. Esau's descendants are found among the Arab nations of today. Verse 31, And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. Esau did not have respect for the birthright blessings. That's why he's willing to do this. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point of dying. And what, what shall this birthright profit me? This rationalization seems to reflect more scorn than hunger. Jacob would almost certainly have succored Esau freely if his life were in jeopardy. The point of this account seems to be primarily to show how little value Esau placed on the birthright. His immediate bodily needs were more important to him than the rights of the covenant. Additional evidence of this attitude is Esau's marriage to, marriages to Canaanite women, which broke the covenant line. The birthright itself should have been a treasured thing. The highly desirable birthright blessing is the right to the presidency or keys of the priesthood. Elder McConkie wrote, It appears that anciently under the patriarchal order, certain special blessings, rights, powers, and privileges, collectively called the birthright, passed from the father to his firstborn son. In later ages, special blessings and prerogatives have been poured out upon all the worthy descendants of some who gained, who gained special blessings and birthrights anciently. Justification for this system in large part lies in the pre-existent preparation and training of those born in the lines destined to inherit preferential endowments. In the patriarchal order, this, this birthright was passed from father to son, who was often, but not always, the eldest son. Righteousness was a more important factor than being the firstborn. That was out of the Old Testament student manual. Elder Oak said that the firstborn Esau despised his birthright. Jacob, the second twin, desired it. Jacob valued the spiritual while Esau sought the things of this world. Many Esau's have given up something of eternal value in order to satisfy a momentary hunger for the things of the world. Then verse 33, And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he sware unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink, and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. So I'm not sure how much Esau really believed that he was actually selling his birthright by doing this, but we'll see later on that he actually did, and that there will be some actions put into motion here that's going to cause this to actually happen um, in more of a covenantal uh, situation. I bear testimony of the truth of these things, knowing that the gospel is true, that these scriptures are true, and 
We are blessed to have the accounts of our forebears of these people that may have been imperfect, but today we know that they are exalted so that we can too. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.